RadioInfluence.com. The future is now. Welcome to America's Most Positive Podcast, The Jim Fannin Show. Be it life, business, sports, or any other facet of your life that you want to improve, Jim can help you become your best, most authentic self. Now, here is your host, the coach of champions, Jim Fannin. Hey, everybody. Welcome to The Jim Fannin Show. I'm Jim Fannin. Happy Halloween, everyone. (laughs) Yeah, that's my Halloween voice. It's Halloween. What a fun time of the year. Are you dressing up uh, tonight? You going to a Halloween party? Are you taking your kids out? Are you taking your grandkids out? What a fun time of year for make-believe and going and dressing up as someone else. Halloween. Now, this week's episode, it's not about trick-or-treat, but it is about the mindset of kids, your kids, and what we can learn from the little ones we love. This show is a game changer. I remember my first Halloween, my cognitive experience all by myself, with my buddies, no parental supervision, first time. I must have been eight, nine, and I got to go trick-or-treating alone. We'd spent all afternoon, all evening, collecting a huge bag of candy. And I mean... The good candy, you know, the Hershey bars, the Snicker bars, the Almond Joys. And and sometimes you would get a giant one, you know, the one that cost a buck. That was huge. At the end of that night, we were done. We're walking home. And I remember a carload of high schoolers out of the passenger side. A person leaned out and grabbed my bag of candy. And I could hear them laughing. And they took off. I was devastated. I couldn't believe it. My candy. I was so bummed out. I go home. I complain to my parents. I remember my dad going, oh, well, happy Halloween. (laughs) That was it. That was it. Why did we learn more from birth to five? 60 months. Our first 60 months being on earth. Why did we learn more? in that time frame, then we will learn the rest of our life accumulative. Why is that? What prompted this super learning? And why during this time frame did we heal swiftly and have incredible performances without a lot of cognitive thought? What prompted this super learning? My research from 1974 to 1984 at Ohio State University Uh, I had hired three PhDs, and we had a lot of helpers from the graduate school uh, helping us as we researched and um, put 250 kids, four to eight years old, through all kinds of battery of tests. We wanted to find out, why do you learn more from birth to five than the rest of your life accumulative? And during that 10-year period from 74 to 84, not only tested the 250 kids, but we had over a quarter million children go through a program in 350 locations. So during that decade, that 10 years, I was hanging out with kids a lot, trying to learn as much as I could from their imagination, how they played, how they moved, how they learned, how they healed. Here's what I found. And this applies to all of us. 
our imagination in that first 60 months, all-time high, just like it will be tonight at Halloween. You could act the part of a cowboy, a cowgirl, an Indian, a baseball player, a princess, or any type of superhero playing in the bathroom. You, you could put a towel in your T-shirt and get up on the sink and get ready to jump off like a superhero. And then with a the snap of the fingers, you're off doing something else. You never thought about the past, and unless an adult forced you to, like, I told you not to do that, as the past is brought to your attention. You learn from the past through trial and error, but you didn't dwell on it. You didn't stay in the past hardly at all. Your future thoughts, well, those were short-term. We'll get an ice cream later. And you had no concept of time. You had no watch. You had no calendar. So time was almost irrelevant. It wasn't a concept that you embraced on a daily basis. You normally went to bed happy. You woke up happy. And you had very little expectations placed on you. Mistakes? Nah, no big deal. Every single day, you exercised your free will just to be you, age two, age three, age four or five. And you trusted people. And you didn't think about innuendos or rumor or gossip or, or assumptions. No, those were things for adults. You had no thoughts like that. You had no judgment, and you didn't think like a victim. None. You were inquisitive, but you weren't concerned about embarrassment or shame. Where do babies come from? Why is your skin black? Why is your teeth crooked? You ever had a kid say that in front of you? Your child in front of other adults? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. You were truthful. You told it like you saw it. You definitely did not worry, had no anxiety, had no stress. You had no concept of money. You lived the majority of your day in the moment. How refreshing that would be. Wouldn't you love to have a day like that? And you had confidence because you felt secure, you felt protected, you felt loved. But boy, you could vent your displeasure swiftly and openly as you spit the food out that you didn't like. This tastes bad. No, no. You shake your head that you don't want any more of that. You always expressed your negative feelings. I don't like you. No. You didn't mind being alone. You could busy yourself and lock into the moment. So you didn't need a lot of friends around. You took nothing for granted. Again, this is from birth to five. Are we still going to the park? Yes. Five minutes later. Are, are we still going to the park? I said yes. Ten minutes later. Are we still going to the park? Not if you keep bothering me. Uh, okay. But are we still going? You were relentless. You were also a risk taker. Water, height, speed, running, daredevil. Oh, that's no challenge. You could definitely focus long periods of time on simple things like cartoons or watching an ant carry food uh, or listening to the rain on your bedroom window. 
My grandson watches a crazy YouTube sensation show, Blippy. Blippy, kind of like uh, Pee Wee Playhouse, Blippy. He learned the word excavator. He was not even two years old because Blippy uh, showed him uh, a ride on an excavator, and coincidentally, there was one in the front of the house as they were excavating the street. And he will watch Blippy for inordinate amounts of time. And he'll watch the same one over and over and over. You played a lot every single day. You exercised a lot, running, jumping. And you looked out for number one. Those are my toys. Give them to me. And you learn that even closer to age four, five, and six. You said what you felt. And you were honest to a fault. Mr. Johnson, why are you so fat? I remember saying that, or at least my parents talking about that. I must have been six, and our next-door neighbor. And I asked him why he was so fat in front of my mother. And she was mortified, obviously. And uh, Mr. Johnson, you know, holding his stomach, was a little embarrassed. But, hey, it is what it is. Why are you so fat? Period. Brutal honesty. You felt no racism, no prejudice. None. And when you played, you never thought about technique. Technique? What is that? You never thought about that. You just played the game. You just played the game. And you believed all adults. Clocks, watches, come on. Calendars, that's for adults. It didn't matter. The cell phone. You found it interesting, but not really important. But it's interesting because everybody has one. You had no bills, no concept of money. Your body was relaxed all the time. So you didn't see stress in face or uh, shoulders. And you thought you could do anything. Everything was possible. And sleeping? Oh, you had deep sleeps. Alarm clocks? Ah, That's for adults. And if you wanted to take a nap, you just laid down and took a nap on the floor or under a rack at Target or in the backseat of the car or in a closet. You could go to sleep anywhere at any time. You didn't like baths, but when you took them, you made the most out of it. You know you did. How relaxing. How fun. Showers? Eh, That's for adults in a hurry. And you could always entertain yourself. Yes, you got a lot of joy out of the box that the toy came in. Maybe more than the toy. And visualization, that's a part of your life. It was a big deal. Your imagination soared. Getting dirty, what's what's the big deal? Getting dirty was cool. Jumping in a mud puddle, cool. Rolling in the dirt in the backyard, pretty cool. And making mistakes, that never bothered you until some adult made a big deal out of it. Competition, well, that was just natural. It wasn't something that was expected. And you believed promises. You hugged a lot. You hugged a lot. And you were always yourself, unless you were acting out some fantasy. Who, what, where, why, well, those are your favorite words. You played a lot with your family, your cousins. You saw life just through different 
glasses, different lenses, and you noticed everything in the room. Mommy, what? look. As you looked up to the ceiling with a big crack in it, and you look at your husband and go, what's up with that? <laughs> Where did that come from? Very aware from birth to five in that first 60 months. And you loved the outdoors. You loved being outside no matter what. You loved rolling down a hill. You loved making a snow angel, going up the slide, singing loud, laughing, milk mustaches. Come on, how fun is that? Dressing up, make-believe, birthdays, Halloween, parades, puppies, senior cousins, learning to whistle. You loved all of that. And you genuinely loved yourself, your family, and your life. The average person has two or 3,000 thoughts every day, but not from birth to five years old, not in the first 60 months. And we need to learn to be a kid again because in that first 60 months, the reason you had super healing, super learning, super performing is because you had 30 to 40% less thoughts than the average adult. 30 to 40% less thoughts. By being in the moment, by being aware, and by using your imagination, you learn more in the first 60 months of life than the rest of your life accumulative. And then a tragedy happens. You got to go to school. And once you go to school, age five and six, well, that's when you learn, I told you not to do that. That's when you learn about the past. And that's when you learn about the future. And that's when you learn to be a victim. You learn to be a judge. And that's when you have expectations that aren't always met. And that causes chaos thinking and challenge. That's all learned in the first grade, second grade. And so the older we get, the more thoughts we have. Not because we're smarter, just because we're adding the future and the past to the moment that made us who we became in the first 60 months. You learn more in the first 60 months of life than the rest of your life accumulative. So what do we need to do? How do we learn to be a kid again? Ironically, the best athletes in the world they don't have the average thoughts of two or 3,000 thoughts a day. They don't spend 80% of their waking hours in the future and the past accumulative and only 20% locked into the moment. No, the best in the world spend 80% of their time in the moment. They have a blueprint tucked under their arm of what they want to be, and now they just be like a kid again. Basically, during the first 60 months, you lived in or near the zone mindset of a purposeful calm where everything is possible. Isn't it time, especially on Halloween, to be a kid again? Get dressed up, go out with your kids, and be in the moment. I have no future. I have no past. My goal is to make the present last. You know, I promised myself when I depart this earth... A little kid's going to die in this old bod. It's time to rekindle super learning. It's time to rekindle super healing. 
increase your daily performances by being a kid again. That means we need to laugh more, sing more, dance more. It's time. It's Halloween. Put on a mask. Put on a costume. Be a kid again. There are five markers that I discovered in the research studying super learning in children. And it's time to drive up to the Zone Cafe and see which of these five markers you need right now to add to your life so that you can close this quarter like a champion. So what do you need? Because we're cooking all five of these. Do you need self-discipline, well-defined goals, tasks, patience, strategy, tactics, discipline, perseverance? If that's what you need, be aware of it right now and say, I want that. Give me a bag of that. I want some self-discipline. You can drive away right now if you believe, I need that. I need a blueprint. I need a map. I need a guide. Self-discipline. The only form of discipline. We're also cooking up another marker. And this is concentration. That's the ability to put on blinders. Just like you're watching Blippy on YouTube. Lock into the moment. No future, no past. Be present. Keep your energy locked in what's in front of you. So if you need to focus longer, longer periods of time, and get one thing done before you go on to the next, and stop procrastinating, and maybe you need more quality in what you're doing, not quantity. If you need to focus and you need concentration, come on, we're cooking up a giant slab of concentration. Take it with you and drive away. Is that what you need? But maybe... Maybe you are disciplined. Maybe you do have that blueprint. And maybe you are focused on the task at hand. But you might have some doubts. You might not be as positive. So maybe, just maybe, you need more optimism. The belief, the expectancy, and the sense of knowing that what you have is enough. And knowing that the task that you execute will lead to well-defined goals. And those goals, like stepping stones, will take you to the vision that you've set weeks, months, or maybe even years earlier. Do you need some optimism? Do you need to have a little swag in your step as you move, maneuver around? Well, if you do, drive off with optimism. That's going to add some endorphins into the bloodstream to give you a feeling Nothing can go wrong. But maybe, maybe you got a lot going on. And maybe you're not as cool as a kid from birth to five. Maybe you've got some stress. Maybe you've got some anxiety. Maybe you're in the past, anchored around some negative, And that's projected you into the future, which has caused you severe fear, maybe even anxiety, fear of losing, sometimes even the fear of winning. Do you need to relax? Do you need to chill? Do you need to lower your breathing? Do you need to have your jaw hinged? So if you need some relaxation, and that keeps cropping uh, uh, up all the time, breathe and just take this big, cool drink of relaxation with you as you drive away from the drive-up window. We've got a lot of relaxation. But maybe, maybe with the spirit of Halloween... Maybe you need some enjoyment. Maybe you got to conjure up more passion about what you do. 
because you need some dopamine into the bloodstream. You need a little shot of adrenaline to put a little pep in your step. So if that's what's missing, get off the couch, get up, start moving, start smiling, dance for no reason, don't care who's watching. If you need some enjoyment, we got the Happy Meal right now at the Zone Cafe and because uh, we're cooking up Happy Meals all day long. It's Halloween. How do you not have a great time? Come on. Drive up to the Zone Cafe, ascertain your weakest link in your overall attitude. And of course, we've placed the word, replaced the word attitude with the word score. S C O R E. How's your score level? How's your attitude? Same thing. Score, an acronym. Self discipline, concentration, optimism, relaxation, and enjoyment. What do you need? Because when all of these are balanced at a high level, the purposeful calm of the zone where peak performance resides, it'll show up and you can put it on like an overcoat. And last, it's the end of the month. Okay, it's Halloween. It's still the end of the month. Let's get ready for your greatest November ever. So I want you to prepare. I want you to visualize the macro goals that you will accomplish in this important 11th month of 2019 and this important month in the fourth quarter of the year. And note, uh, November 3rd coming up, Daylight Savings. Don't forget to adjust your clocks. Don't forget to adjust your brain. And uh, we also have Veterans Day, Monday, 11-11, a lot of you will be drawn to the clock with 11-11. That's another show. Uh, that's something totally different. But on November 11th, on Monday, it's a federal holiday. Banks are closed. A lot of people uh, take the day off. Uh, schools are closed. Veterans Day. And uh, take our hats off and salute to all the veterans. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And know that Thanksgiving is just around the corner, November 28th, Thursday, Uh, Don't forget Thanksgiving and make sure you prepare. And right after Thanksgiving, there's Black Friday the next day. So get ready for shopping, bargains, and the upcoming holidays. The Zone. It's available to you right now. But it's Halloween. Be a kid again. Reduce your thoughts by 30-40%. Stay out of the past. Only go there for learning evaluation, and analysis. And the future? Come on, stay out of the future, except for planning, strategy, tactics, and a blueprint. Otherwise, be in the moment. Be in the zone. Happy Halloween, everyone. Be safe. Have fun. Be a kid again. This has been America's Most Positive Podcast, The Jim Fannin Show. Get more of Jim's knowledge, experience, and tips, as well as what's coming up on the show now at jimfannon.com. And make sure to follow Jim on Twitter, at Jim Fannin. This has been The Jim Fannin Show on Radio Influence. I'm Jerry Petuck, CEO of Radio Influence. I just wanted to take a quick moment to say thank you for downloading and subscribing to this podcast. 
There are a lot of people behind the scenes here at Radio Influence that work hard to keep you entertained day in and day out. If you'd like to get involved and advertise on this program, or you have some show ideas that you'd like to see us add to the Radio Influence family, please email us at contact at radioinfluence.com. We all have crazy schedules, so the fact that you took time out of your busy day to let us entertain you for a while means a lot. Without you, the listeners, we wouldn't exist. So thank you again for downloading and subscribing to this show. Don't forget to check out RadioInfluence.com to see what other shows we also have to offer. All of Radio Influence's programming can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, and of course, RadioInfluence.com. 